Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, be close. Thirty Mile was a stage stop on the Blue River route. One ramshackle building stood there, serving not only as a station, but a mail and express drop and general store. It was on a summer morning when Dan Reed, the 14-year-old nephew of the Lone Ranger, called at 30 Mile to buy a few supplies for the camp which the masked man and Tonto had established. Dan found no one in the store except a boy of his own age who was behind the counter. The young clerk, hungry for companionship, introduced himself as Jack Harney, and the two quickly became acquainted. As he finished with the order, Jack was saying, I work for Luke Fox, clerk and cook both. Do you live here? Upstairs. Luke claims to be poorly, but between us and the gateposts, he's just lazy. He won't be down till dinner time. Where's your real home? Well, my folks moved away from here to Homestead, down by Fort Wade. They were to send for me after they got located. Oh, I see. But I haven't heard from them in three months. I... What, Jack? I think Luke grabs onto their letters. 
He's so scared I'll leave, he holds my payback. Maybe my friend can do something for you. No, I'll take those things. Well, you're not going already, are you? Hardly ever get to see another kid. We could pitch a couple of games of horseshoes. <laughs> All right. I was told to take my time. I'll put those things in my saddlebag. I'll get some shoes out of this kit. They're brand new. A few games won't hurt them. You made a leaner, Jack. You gotta have a ringer to win. Your pitch. Watch this. There it goes. It went way beyond the pig. Uh, this is my last chance to beat you. Oh, you knocked my leaner away. You made a ringer. Let's take a look. You see? Now we're tied for games. Gosh. My leaner had stayed there. You I don't know. lucky with that shoe all the way. Well, how can you tell it from the others? Looks the same to me. There's a tiny flaw in the front cock. See here? Doggone if there isn't. Looks like a letter V. Yeah, it left the same little V in the ground where it hit cocks down. Yeah, but you got to look mighty close to see it. Well, Jack, I, I'll have to go. I'll put the shoes back in the store. I'll try to see you again. I sure hope you can. It's the only fun I've had since I don't know when. I'll try to come back. Easy, Victor. Steady, boy. Goodbye. So long, Dan. Get up, Victor. On his return to camp, Dan told the Lone Ranger about Jack's difficulties. The masked man put aside a rifle he had been cleaning. I'll have a talk with the storekeeper before we leave. Will we be leaving soon? That depends on the seasonal cattle drive. The cattle drive? Yes, Dan. During the last one, a gang of bandits held up the Blue River stage and let the herds cover their tracks. Well, then you look for another holdup. Outlaws who hit on a trick that lets them get away with a crime usually try it again. Toto's watching for the river drive now. I hear horse. It's Toto. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, cattle coming, Kimasari. Where's the drive now? Well, me meet fellas who come ahead. Them say it's a couple of days south. Then we'll ride at once. Now, where we go? We'll follow the stagecoach all the way through on his run. Uh, what about me, sir? Look after the camp and keep your friend company. Easy, steady, big fellow. Adios, Dan. Bye, sir. Once, Scott. As the Lone Ranger and Toto set out, Fancy Bill Hall, owner of the Arrowhead Spread in an adjacent valley, heard a report on the progress of the big drive. Fancy Bill was widely known, having been a prize fighter in those days of bare-knuckle contests. Admired by some neighbors for his physical strength and feared by others, he had been able to carry off a pretension to honest ranching while using his place as a headquarters for a gang of desperados. One of them, a bow-legged man known as Bo, had brought news of the approaching herds. He was saying... Fancy, our boys are all set for the job. Every gun and horse is ready. You better reshoe your Moran mare if you aim to ride her. I'll get a new set of shoes at 30 miles a day. Anything else, Bo? Well, don't look to me like there'll be much in this holdup for anybody. Why not? Because our outfit's twice as big as it was. Stage don't carry enough money to make a good split. Who said anything about the stage? Oh, I thought we... I'll were... do the thinking. This time we hold up a train. During the next two days, Dan and Jack exchanged visits, the young clerk using the storekeeper's old horse when he rode to the camp. There, Dan demonstrated the woodcraft he had learned from Tonto, 
and the two became so interested in it that they gave no further thought to horseshoe pitching. It was on the third morning after the departure of the masked man and Indian that Dan wakened to hear his friend calling. Dan! Dan, wake up! Uh, uh, Yes, Jack? What's the matter? There's been a train holdup. Oh, gosh! Uh, Tell me about it while I dress. It happened last night. The gang stopped the Eleanor Express, close to where the cattle drive crossed the tracks. That's between here and the store. The sheriff and his deputies came to the store about daylight. And for once, Luke had to get up. They wanted to know if we'd heard or seen anything. Of course, we hadn't. Did you find the outlaw's trail? They hardly more than picked it up before they lost it in the cattle tracks. Same as happening in a stage robbery a while back. Yeah, I see. Let's take a look at the place where the holdup came off. I'm ready. Steady, Victor. Easy, boy. Easy Lead there. the way. Get him. Get him up, Victor. This must be the place. Stop here, Dan. Oh, 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 oh. Let's get down and look around. Sure. Easy now. There'll be a big reward for those fellas. Lawmen have been all around here. Yeah, I reckon so. Say, here's a place where horses stood quite a while. Gee whiz. I bet that's where the owl hoots waited. Yeah, the ground's damp. Prints are clear. Yeah, but they don't lead anywhere. Hey, look at this one, Jack. See how the front caulk marked the ground? Oh. Gosh, oh, Friday. That looks like it was made by the unlucky horseshoe I pitched with. Did you sell that shoe? Well, I haven't sold any since we played. But maybe Luke... See, I wonder. Wonder what, Jack? Well, the other day, while I was filling the horse tank at the store, Luke got up enough ambition to tend trade. I saw a fella come out, and I heard him rattling irons. Didn't you see what he had? I didn't pay any attention. Store carries a lot of hardware. Well, who was the man? I don't like to say till I'm sure that unlucky shoe is gone and, and he bought it. You can easily find out. Well, sure. Let's go on to the store right away. Look, you don't need me. I'll cover these hoof prints with boards from that old track worker shanty over there and, and then wait for you in camp. Right. I'll see you later. Easy now. Get up. Get up there. Shoe's not in the key. Who's making that consigned racket? Oh, me, Luke. You been sleeping on the counter? Oh, oh no, it's too hard to sleep on. If you were going to stay... Luke, did you sell any horseshoes to Fancy Bill this week? Fancy Bill? Oh, uh, let me see. Well, did you? Why are you so all-fired anxious to know? I just wondered. Well, I keep on wondering. I'm going upstairs to bed. Oh, now, wait, Luke. One of those train robbers bought his shoe here within the last few days, what? and you sold it. Great guns. What makes you say that? A flaw in the shoe shows in a print where the owl hoots were. That means Fancy Bill. What's that? Did Fancy Bill buy it? Huh? No, no, no. It was one of them uh, Texas riders with a cattle drive. Well, you better tell the sheriff. Right. Oh, uh, here's a surprise for you. Letter from your folks. Well, give it here, quick. Take it. Hey, it's open. And all dirty like you've been carrying it around. Oh, I just found it this morning behind the mail sorting table. Couldn't read the name on it, They're so They're located I... at Fort Wade. They want me to come. Well, I'm letting you go right away. Huh? Here. Here's all the pay you got coming. Hey, what's come over you? Oh, I just appreciate a good boy, Jack. I'm even giving you my old horse to ride away on. And I'll be riding as soon as I can get my gear.
few hours later, the bandit called Bo, who had been sent out to watch the sheriff's activities, while Fancy Bill and the others celebrated the success of the train holdup, returned to the Arrowhead Ranch House. He brought a letter for the gang leader, which he had picked up in 30 Mile. Fancy Bill read it, then crumpled the paper in a hairy fist as he exclaimed, Ellis, someone is on to me. What? Whoever wrote that letter says he'll turn me in for the holdup if I don't put $5,000 in a box and express it from 30 Mile to somebody named Joe Smith in Mountain City. Joe Smith? That's a fake name. I don't think the letter even came from Mountain City. How's that, Bo? Got to 30 Mile too soon. Yeah. I noticed that the doodad they used to cancel stamps misprinting the name of the place where it was mailed. Then it could have been mailed right in 30 Mile. Yeah, I'm thinking it was, and by Luke Fox himself. By thunder, you've hit it, Fancy. Luke figured you'd turn the box over to him to ship out. Then he'd nail onto it without running any risk. What do you suppose made him suspicious? Well, I'll find out what it was before I plug him. Meanwhile, Jack had started for the Lone Ranger's camp. Believing that he could make better time by avoiding the obstacles on the direct route, Jack turned into a draw. Suddenly, the horse tripped and went to its knees. Hurled headlong from his saddle, the boy fell among the rocks. Back at 30 Mile, leaving his gang to guard the trail, Fancy Bill entered Luke's store. Oh, howdy, Fancy. How come you're telling the story yourself, Luke? The kid sashayed off for Fort Wade today. I see you got a box to send out. Yeah, here, take it. Seems kind of light. Now, while your hands are full, I'll take your gun. But why, what'd you do that for? You tried to blackmail me, you ornery vomit. No, Fancy, no. Tell me what made you think I was in a holdup. Tell me. Oh. Tell me or I'll choke the life out oh, of you. Don't, don't. I'll tell, let loose. Spill it. It, it was Jack. He told me he found out. Found out what? I, I don't know. Catch him and make him talk. Maybe he did tell you. That won't save your hide. Hurry up, Fancy. There's dust down the trail. Let, let me go. I'm not dangerous. I can't send you up. You wanted a box, fella, so I'll fix you up for one. A rough box. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. The Lone Ranger and Toto had returned to camp after seeing a stagecoach safely through to its destination. Dan told them what he knew, adding, I'm worried about Jack. He, he should have been here long ago. We go to the store, Dan. Uh, Toto, get your box of stain, will you? Ah, uh, you got it. I don't want to lose time by being questioned about my mask. I'll leave it off and wear a disguise. Um. Me help fix disguise. Good. While you're doing that, I want Dan to clear up some points about that horseshoe. Galloping away from 30 Mile with his gang, Fancy Bill told Bo... I'm not loose from the Deadwood yet. How's that, Fancy? I think young Jack knows something. He's headed for Fort Wade. Maybe some of us should take after him. Hey, look. The horse grazing ahead. That's a ringer for Luke's old coyote. Stop here, boys. Oh, 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 come here. Here, come here. Hey, it is the old crow bait. It's headed home. It's got Jack's gear on it. He was riding it. Yeah, well, where's he at? The nag's forelegs are all skinned up. Uh, Then it threw him. What'll we do? Lead the critter and we'll backtrack it. Come on. Get him. Come on. The Lone Ranger was wearing a disguise instead of his mask when he rode into town with Dan and Toto. This looks store. There are four horses at the water tank. Look like somebody ride them plenty hard. Oh, Victor, oh, 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 oh boy, oh, easy. Oh, better water our horses, too. Easy, Victor. Hey, Victor. What are you fellas doing here? Oh, I see. He's wearing a badge. Are you the sheriff? Yep, I'm mighty busy with me. First the gang robs a train, then I cut the trail of a masked man who's been trying to rob the stage. Oh, what about that masked man? Sheep herders saw him following the stagecoach, so figure it out for yourself. I see. What's your other trouble? Luke, the fellow who kept this place, has been murdered. Murdered? What about Jack? Is he all right? I reckon he can get around. Leastways, he's gone with his gear and Luke's old horse. I can't understand that. Well, I can Luke worked him mighty hard and wouldn't pay him. Sheriff, I didn't meet Jack until this week, but I knew he wouldn't have harmed anybody. Was Luke robbed? I can't say. But he sure got plugged by someone he knew. What makes you think so? He was shot with his own gun while holding a box. You've built a strong case against the boy. Uh, I don't take pride in it, mister. I don't like running down a kid when all them owl hoots are getting away, but murder comes first. Sheriff. Yep. And youngster head of east. Oh, all right, Jim. Say, Whitey, yeah? you stand guard in the store. Right, Rest of you mount your horse. Easy, All set. Let's go and get it. Well, we'll see if there are any other tracks around here. Jack rode east. He mustn't have headed for our camp. They turned off. Otherwise, we'd have seen him. Now, here are hoof prints. Yes, they lead west. And a big fellow ride horse. Horse got no shoes. Let me see. There it is again. What, then? The print of the unlucky shoe. We'll follow those tracks. Steady, easy. Easy, Victor. Easy, Victor. Easy, Victor. One silver. Get him up. Come on, Victor. Plenty tracks long here. The man we're after joined the gang on the trail. They must be the train robbers. Dan, uh, be prepared to take cover if we run into danger. I'm ready, sir. The gang turns south here through low ground. This valley winding back east? Yes. The upper end is near our camp. What them fellas up to? We'll soon know. Come on, Silver. Come on, Victor. Come.
As the three-cornered race continued, young Jack, who had recovered from his stunning fall only to become lost, hobbled deeper into broken, unsettled country. He was painfully bruised. When he finally reached the edge of a small stream, he sat down to drink and rest. Later, he was roused by the sound of approaching hoofs. Lifting his head, he saw Fancy Bill and his gang riding down the draw. The boy had taken Luke's word that the ex-prize fighter was not implicated in the train robbery. He showed himself and called. Help! Help! Yeah, we found your horse, Button. Gosh, I'm sure glad you did. I, I don't know where I'm at. Well, there's something you do know. I want to know how you found out about it. What's that? You told Luke I was in the train holdup. I... Don't I... deny it. Luke was too lazy to get the idea himself. He packed you off so he could blackmail me. Now listen, Fancy Bill, Luke's dead. Luke is dead with a bullet between his eyes. What? You better tell me where I slipped up. Hold it, Fancy. I see some riders coming. One horse looks like the sheriff's. We got nothing to fear from the law if this sprout keeps still. What'll we do? Off your horses, everybody. Pretend to be helping this kid. I'll keep a hold on him. Not a word out of you, kid. Not a move. I'll be still. That's the sheriff, all right. His deputies, too. And a couple of more riders are following him. Howdy, Fancy. Howdy, boys. Howdy, Sheriff. Who's coming behind you? There's some fellas I met in 30 miles. Here's a joint in the hunt. Say, you got young Jack right here. I didn't see him in the bunch at first. Yeah, just found him. He got thrown by his nag. Well, that's good work, fellas. I sure want that kid. What for? Killing Luke. Well, spike my guns if that isn't something. <laughs> no, murder isn't funny. I'm taking him to jail. Then the kid will talk for sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Sheriff. When did Luke get killed? We found him right after he was plugged. That was about an hour ago. Well, and Jack didn't do it. We found his cayuse better than three hours ago and started looking for him. Yeah. He's in a daze right now. I don't doubt your alibi for him. Maybe he knows who did kill Luke. I'll have him doctored up and question him later. Ah, no sense in that. I know more about bruises and knockouts than any sawbones. I'll fix him up at my place. No, 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 no. As the sheriff and Fancy Bill argued over the custody of the boy, the Lone Ranger and Tonto withdrew a short distance and conferred. He must have Fancy Bill's horse got new shoes. It make print, we see. Then Bill and his gang robbed the train. Them fellas too many for us. I'll try to get them to take off their guns. Uh, here's what we'll do. Sheriff, I know a case just like the kids. And I licked Dublin Bully Boy in London. Uh, I... What did you say, Fancy Bill? Are you trying to tell us that you licked Dublin Bully Boy in London? That's what I said. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You fighting a man like Dublin Bully Boy. Are you calling me a liar? Did uh, Bully Boy have one hand tied behind his back? No, you see here. I think almost anyone here could take you on and knock the daylights out of you. Is that so? Well, maybe you'd like to try to knock the daylights out of me. Yes, perhaps I could teach you a few lessons. That does it. You ask for it, stranger. I'll fight you right here and now. Now, hold on. No gun play. I'll take this gent on barehanded if he's got the nerve to meet me. It's got to be a fair fight. I'll referee it. Uh, Sheriff, this fellow has a lot of friends here. They're all armed. They might shoot me for beating him. Beat me! I don't want anyone to get plugged. Then you and your deputy should put all guns out of reach. Except your own. That's you. Get the guns, you. Ah, there's no use grumbling, boys. We can't take chances on gunplay. Ah, if you gents want to see a doggone good fight, 
You'll have to turn in your hardware. Go on, boys. Shed your hardware. I'll flatten this hombre in no time. All right, Fancy. I'm keeping a knife, kid. So don't you try anything. Ringed by excited desperados, the Lone Ranger and Fancy Bill faced each other. They had kicked off their boots and stripped to their waists. Glowering, the former prize fighter flexed his muscles. The sheriff stepped aside and motioned. All right, go to it, fella. Fancy Bill rushed in, his right fist drawn back to end the fight with a single blow. As he lashed out, the Lone Ranger sidestepped. Fancy Bill's knuckles fanned his face. Surprised, the gang leader turned. Again he rushed. Again the Lone Ranger dodged. And this time he countered with a resounding punch. You'll pay for that. And I'll pay for another. Fancy Bill was hurt. Snarling, he dropped into a crouch. One of his ape-like arms almost touched the ground. The Lone Ranger fainted with his left, trying to get him to straighten himself. Stand up and take it. You take this. Fancy Bill lunged like a ram. He butted the Lone Ranger backward, taking a hard right to the head as he did so. But his own right was coming up with savage force. It sank into the Lone Ranger's body below the belt. Yeah. Paul, Paul! Have no rules go here. You got him, Fancy. Nail him. One more, dude. Yeah. The Lone Ranger staggered oh. back. The sweat of agony stood on his face. Fancy Bill stalked him. He was taking his time, measuring his victim like an executioner. The sheriff was shouting. Stop it, stop it. That fellow's helping keep out of it, Lawman. Taking cruel delight in his advantage, Fancy Bill continued to show off before his followers. Seconds passed, each precious to the Lone Ranger. The paralyzing shock of the foul blow passed. He was ready when the outlaw swung with all his brute strength. The mighty blow slid over his shoulder, leaving Fancy Bill's chin open to a counter blow. The Lone Ranger's left shot up, then his right. The ex-prize fighter lurched backward. One, two, three more short hooks and uppercuts rocked his head. His eyes glazed, his knees gave way. He was down. At the same instant, Tonto turned on Bo and jerked the boy from his grasp. Me take him. Yeah, what's going on there? Sheriff, it was Fancy Bill that killed Luke. He aimed to kill me. He was in the holdup. So were his men. Ah, oh, that crazy sheriff. We want to go. Oh, get back. Cover them, deputies. All right, freeze you. All right, freeze. Uh, what's this all about, mister? Jack can tell you while I get back to them, my shirt and boots. The Lone Ranger stepped away from the others to put on his clothing. Then he drew out his mask and put it in place over his eyes and nose. Meanwhile, Jack told his story to the sheriff. Luke sold Fancy Bill a horseshoe. And me and my friend Dan knew from a funny mark on it. We saw the print of that shoe where the owl whose horses stood. I told Luke and he tried to get money out of Fancy Bill. Hmm. No, I said it. That sure was an unlucky shoe for them farmers. Here comes Dan now. Jack, are you all right? I sure am, Dan. I'll soon be headed for my folks' new place. Well, sir, there'll be a big bounty paid for them critters. Sheriff, let Jack have the reward. Huh? Gee, you've put on more than your shirt. What's that mask mean? You said a masked man followed the stage. Yes, but... Great Scott. Uh, Are you the one? Yes, Sheriff. I'm the man you wanted. My Indian friend and I were protecting the stagecoach. Well, brand me for a cat. Dan, we still got a tie to play off. You come and see me sometime. I'll try. So long, Jack. Goodbye. Come on, Victor. See, you Say, uh, Jack, you uh, know something about that outfit. Who's the masked man? Dan told me. He's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger?
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Brace Beamer.